you were with us last time, you heard the story of pianist Dave Fleshner, his addiction and recovery. That was Coffee Shop Conversations number 400, a special occasion. And so is this. As we look to the future, I thought, what better way to proceed than by bringing in that carrier of light and goodwill and good music, Arietta Ward, Ms. Etta, as you know. We need her and her personality. My goal over the past several years of tribulation, goals both for OMN and on my KMHD radio show, has been to inspire and comfort my audiences, especially with these two episodes, 400 and 401. This episode celebrates Etta and Janice Scroggins, her mom, one of the most beloved organ musicians ever. you got to think that Janice would have been proud of how Etta has lived her life both as a musician and as a source of inspiration. Miss Etta. Hey. Welcome back yes. to one of your homes. It is. Every place is, every, every place is your home. <laughs> well... <laughs> I have to turn it into it as best as I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a reason that I wanted you to be on this episode. Okay. Because it is episode 401. Oh, wow. So the thing is, last week I had Dave Fleshner on. Yes. And his story about being in rehab and all that, and that was number 400, which sort of marked the end of a cycle. Mm -hmm. Then I thought, who would I like to, to sort of symbolize optimism and, 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 and good-naturedness and light and happiness, whether or not you're happy? Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> right. Really. You got to pull it out of somewhere. I said, I have to have Ms. Anna oh. come in and, and spread some of that around. That's very kind. I appreciate that. <laughs> and still, you know, catch up on what you're doing, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, all okay. that kind of stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, you're not here to talk about... <laughs> well, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll leave Dave for last week. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Good man, though. Good yes. man. Good man. Yes. Um, well, okay. Mm. Where do you think... That sunshine comes from the sun. The Etta sunshine. Yours, yes. Ah, well, the first portion of my life, I wasn't a happy Etta at all. I was gloomy as hell. Wow. And um, it was self-esteem, mm -hmm. dental presentation, um, just a lot of things. I was just surrounded by gloom. Wow. You know, and I honestly, I think it was because I wasn't singing. I was teaching, uh -huh. I was, you know, teaching cosmetology. Mm -hmm. And so I have a lot of, I call them Cosmo babies, a lot of graduates <laughs> that are doing wonderful. And I helped them realize the dream. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't realizing mine. And I, once I started to sing, um, it's just like in hindsight that something turned on. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, this is. Okay, so um, I started doing music more and more and more. Was there somebody responsible for you to start singing? Tony Ozier. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Tony O. Tony Ozier. Dookie he, Green. Dookie Green. <laughs> he um, I always tell the story. Actually, my reality, my song, mm -hmm. I put a portion of the story in there mm -hmm. and it was about a cd 
you know, we had a mutual acquaintance. And so we were hanging out. You know, he was a producer, or he is a producer, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so um, Tony had hit him up when he moved to town. Mm-hmm. And their their um, production styles were so similar. Mm. They were just super, you know, like super geeked out about, oh, you do this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anyway, uh-huh. fast forward. Um, he got to know mom and and only heard about Nafasaria. Didn't hear her sing yet, but, uh-huh. you know. Anyway, yeah. so went over to the house one day. And he had a CD for me. Now, he's a prolific songwriter, has been forever. Yes. And so I was excited to get some new music. Ooh. Uh He said, I want you to learn these songs. I was like, what are you talking about? I don't Uh sing. At the time, I wasn't singing. Like, not not at all? No. Not even in church or anything? No. No? I sang. Not even in the shower? I sang. (laughs) No, no, no. I sang, you know, when I was by myself in the car Uh or when I was cleaning. Yeah. That's a whole different. That's and, how my uh, my former found out that I can sing. Oh, you know what Thomas Lauderdale always says? Mm. There's victory in vacuuming. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. You can find out a lot of different things. So anyway, I um, I took the CD home and I I learned the songs. You know, uh-huh. but I wouldn't I wouldn't sing. My stage fright was horrible. Uh-huh. You know and so, well, fast forward about, mm, I would say six months, probably a year, uh-huh. I'm sure. Um, I had had a tift, and I had called Tony. I said, I want to sing, blah, 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 blah. Ooh. And I, he was like, okay. So I recorded a riff on a song, uh-huh. and that was the beginning of everything. So he, he's the one that cracked the code. Um, huh? Yeah, he's the one that cracked the code, and then... Um, I told my mom that I wanted to sing and she's like, okay. You know, she was just super calm about it. Yeah. And, but I know that she was excited to be able to, um, have me start singing just in general again. Cause she knew, uh-huh. you know, you know how moms know it yes. brings joy. It went, so it brought joy to me. So yeah. the, the sunshine started then, but over time it started to grow and grow and grow. And, um, I, um, I have a special friend, and he started sending me positive things every day. Really? Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. But it it rewired. That was in 2007, no, 2018. And um, that's when, if if you go through all my pictures, <laughs> you can start to see uh, I started to shift because um, with me, I didn't want to start bringing something to, I didn't want to bring anything negative to someone that wasn't being negative to me. Yeah. So I had to figure out how am I, I don't feel good, but I'm here. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a blessing within itself. Yeah. And so it, it re it totally rewired me. And wow. So it's, it's, it's amazing. But what it really ultimately comes down to is we're miracles walking. There's a reason why we're here. You can be gloomy, everybody. I have my front, front days, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel good. I live so much just frowning all the time. Mm-hmm. And then like in mm-hmm. 2015, that's when I got my teeth done. And it took mm. a long time for me to actually show them. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. and just, it just feels better. So I, if I want to <laughs> feel good, I'm just like, oh, and I watch cartoons. What kind of cartoons? SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> I love Squiddy. And I, do you I ever talk- do you ever sing the SpongeBob song? Every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and again. <laughs> there used to love SpongeBob too. It's just one of those things. I don't know, but it's just I watch comedies. I watch mm-hmm. documentaries, but doesn't define if I'm having an off day and I need some joy. I'm gonna put on some SpongeBob even when I'm working <laughs> in the background. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> you That's great. That's great. The sunshine is whatever the recipe is, you know, we need more of it. Yes, this everybody has sunshine. You just have to know that it's there. Mm-hmm. You just, you mm-hmm. know, just you just gotta you gotta find whatever makes you I like snacks. <laughs> snacks? Did you say snacks? Snacks, yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> snacks, you know. <laughs> What's your favorite snack? Oh, my favorite snack, well, my favorite snack now is honey yogurt with dragon fruit and watermelon. Wow. Random as hell. I know. That's interesting. But um, I, um, a lot of dietary things popped up. I'm allergic to the main things that are in everything. I'm allergic to soy. Really? Corn and shrimp. Oh, my God. I know. So I, I'm one of those, yes, I have to read. The ingredients. Wow. And uh, I take my allergy pills with me everywhere, but uh. made me start cooking again. And my chocolate chip cookies are amazing too. And I found some chocolate chips that I can actually eat. Oh, <laughs> yes. Anyway, yes. Guess what my happy food is? Coffee. No. Oh. No, it's two, two things. Mm. Either pizza. Yeah, yeah. Or a po' boy. Specific or just in general? Shrimp, po' boy dressed, and a cold, cold beer. That's an Alan Toussaint song. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's your reality. Ah, yes, yes, yeah. yeah. I like the oysters, the oyster po' boy. I like bright oysters. Oh, I'm oh, not those a big are, oyster fan. Ah, uh, yeah. No. I did a story one time, a TV story, mm. on a guy who tried to break the world's record for eating raw oysters. He had a whole bunch of, of beer mugs set up. And he just picked them up one at a mug, one one mug at a time. Glug 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 glug. Boom. Glug glug glug. They're all oysters, aren't they? <laughs> yes. Oh. I wish people could see your face right now. <laughs> it that's, just doesn't that's, sound good. That's, that's uh-huh. not that's not a SpongeBob face. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a ooh. That just doesn't sit well. Mm. <laughs> What people do for world records, right? I had a girlfriend at the time, and she was she was absolutely gorgeous and, and very classy. I don't know what she was doing with me. But I, so I invited her over to, to my house that, the night that that story aired on TV. Because mm. it was a funny story, you know, anyway. Yeah. And, uh, and he did break the world's record. And he starts glugging down the oysters, and she... Had to look away. Yeah. And I knew at that moment it was not going to work out. <laughs> that was it. That was it. <laughs> well, I would think everybody gets a pass because I, I probably, if I do look, it'll probably be with that face. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. It, it's, it's impressive, <laughs> but I'm glad I'm not the one chugging oysters. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, 
Well, that's an interest. That's a that's a that's a good recipe for for happiness, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Is 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 is, is, is does religion play a part? Um. Yes. And, and, and just, no. Yes and no. Yeah. It's um knowing um having unwavering faith and unconditional love mm-hmm. anchored in your life you know um and and embracing the unknown mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. embracing the unknown and anything is possible now people say oh that's not true yeah yeah if you plan it out if you put it in motion it may not even be in your lifetime but it'll be done eventually you huh. know what i mean uh-huh. and, no i don't actually okay well okay um, <laughs> There's so many things that, um, like, t- take, for instance, my invocation show. Okay. okay. Now, I had dreamt about that show a while ago. And um, uh, let me, I'm not going to backtrack. There's different layers to invocation. There was the radio show I did, mm-hmm. but there's also the live show that I did. Mm-hmm. And my, it was right, like, after... Um, the pandemic has started. We couldn't go anywhere, but we can walk in big, wide open spaces. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I will mm-hmm. walk around the track and um, over at the old Adams track or Whitaker. Mm-hmm. And this idea came to me. It's like, why don't you do a show mm-hmm. that you uh, listen to the lyrics and have them be like an invocation? And I was like, oh, call it an invocation. So it's three <laughs> parts. It was an actual show. It was a CD. And yeah. it was a uh, um, radio show, radio live show. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the radio show came to an end, the end of last year. And I said, I was a little forlorn. And I said, well, why don't I do a show? Invite my friends to sing a song. Mm-hmm. And you can, you know, and I put a limitation on it. I was like, okay, I have the band and the singers. Okay have a regular thing but all these songs that i chose they have horns i was like well screw it let's find the horns too <laughs> <laughs> so it ended up being this big situation but i went mm-hmm. through the notes and usually if i'm second guessing myself i have a lot of cross out marks mm. but there was none i wrote it out wow. from the top to the bottom with all the songs mm-hmm. and who was singing what and i was like wow <laughs> and to have it come into fruition we did it in March. Was it March? I believe so. Four months from the thought to the actuality. Okay, who does that? I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's knowing that something can be done, but also putting in your action steps to have it done. Yeah. You know, that's one of the most important things to do. Yeah. And but just doing a lot of self work on myself. The the um, shutdown. It actually helped me tremendously because uh-huh. I didn't have nothing else to do but talk to myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh-huh. working through past traumas and things coming up and all these different fears. Why do I have so much anxiety? And and listening, I start listening to a gentleman called Earl Nightingale. Hmm. And he, they call him like the grandfather founder of personal development of, you know, how uh-huh. people say I am great. Blah, 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 blah. I do that stuff all the time. <laughs> and because it's important to love yourself as much as you love the closest people to you. 
And me, I love fiercely. I'm like, I'm putting all this love into them, but I wasn't giving it to myself. <laughs> yeah. And mm. I said, that doesn't make sense. Uh-huh. Why can't I give myself the, the high level snacks and <laughs> not saying I'm going to give them a high level snacks and not, you know, yeah, just the certain level to things. Mm-hmm. And so, yes. And just, just, just trusting, trusting that things are going to be okay. You know, I have, I call them the cosmic, uh, my cosmic symphony. Mm. I'm surrounded and I'm mm-hmm. held in every positive aspect and just, just keep going. Don't worry about you. If you keep going with a positive intention mm-hmm. and not always frown or, you know, that type of stuff, then something, something is bound to happen. That's great. And be authentic when you, when you put yourself forth versus putting on a mask. We all have masks, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but being just walking in the path that is yours and things work out the way they're supposed to. That's, that, that's how I walk now. Yeah. And, I, I understand. And yeah. you know, when you have people, not everybody's going to like you. I know that. Huh. <laughs> and I let that go yeah. because yeah. Okay, that's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Somebody likes me, and as long as you know that, you can do anything. So really, the the the, the force of the the force. If you've got the force, I'm not talking about Star Wars, right? Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> but if if you've got that, whatever it is in you, I mean, when we're just coming up on Oregon Music News 14th anniversary. Wow, already? Why it's still in existence, I have no clue. It's needed. It is needed, but uh, you know, uh yeah. It should have been should have been dead and gone, you know. But it it, it isn't. Right. It is a matter of fact it's flourishing right now. Mhm. You know, I mean, we've had this great run of stories and photo galleries and stuff. Why is that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But I know. I know that. But I know that when we started, yeah, it was it was me. There was one other person involved, and then there were there were writers and, and like that. Mm-hmm. But um, it was just uh, it was something I had to do. Yeah, I had to do it. Right. It, it yeah. was something for you specifically to do. Yeah. It wouldn't have worked if anybody else did it. Probably not. Yeah, you know, and and you know during during the pandemic, we, we there was there was there was a, a, a moment there where uh, we we're we we're just about to run out of money. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, some of the uh, one of the advertisers started coming back. Yeah. And and we kept going. We kept <laughs> we just going. kept going. Yeah. You know how? Why? Who knows? But you know, I mean, I, I get up in the morning and I say, "Well, I got to do these things." Mm-hmm. Why do I have to do these things? Well, because I've made this is my baby. Yeah, I made this baby. Yeah, you know, and I, I can't, I can't, I can't give it up. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. No, it's yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so, what are you working on? <laughs> uh Oh, well, what does that mean? <laughs> there. Okay. That so, you can talk about. That I can. Well, I guess I can talk about it. Um, I, my next release that I, I don't have a date on it yet, uh-huh. uh, you know, summer, summered. <laughs> so 
it pushed a few things back, but I am going to release an album of live recordings that I've done over the past couple years. Because I started, you know, that was one of the perks of, well, I can't call them perks. Well, yeah, because everything had to, a lot of venues invested in, um, into equipment to record Uh and to record straight out from the board. And I was like, well, you know, use it for reference, blah, 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 blah. Right. So I was like, you know what? Just like Earth, Wind & Fire did the same thing. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And uh, it's just over over the years. And my first album, though it's my baby and came out in 2020, It's not the same voice. I'm a totally different person. Oh, I'm sure. A totally different person, different voice. I put the uh, Etta-isms in my last show. Yay. <laughs> That's my, oh, that one too. I have a surprise for that coming, Uh-oh. forthcoming. I'm really? super excited. Yes. That was a seven-minute w- version. What is coming up, a 10-minute version? <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, no. It's, it's a, you, could do, you, could, you could go half an hour. Easy. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> I can totally do that. It's That song is very, is. You know, it's very special, but it's sure. the one that most reminds me of my mom. Ah. And uh. the um, chorus is the pentatonic scale. That's uh-huh. the first scale that she ever taught me. Wow. And, you know, I never, I didn't know how I got it. I was at my yeah. kitchen counter. I was like, okay, just trying to wrap things out. And then it came out. I was like, oh, I like that. <laughs> 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 so, um, but yeah, it's become a fan favorite. And I yeah. wrote that with. James Shelton, uh-huh. he's in Detroit. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good one. So where where were these uh, gigs that you recorded live? Um, I had Mississippi's uh-huh. Studios. Uh-huh. I believe one is at um, Alberta Pub, Alberta Street Pub, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. and Goodfoot. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's at least one Goodfoot situation, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Um, I have to see if I blah, blah, blah. need to hear there. Okay. You'll find all that out in the notes. Ooh. Aha! But and yeah, uh, it's coming along. Is it, is it all the same band or different different people? Different. I took mm-hmm. um, the main recordings I did were from my CD release show uh-huh. and the Invocation. Yeah. And uh, other ones are just oh, and Transformation. Ah, my mm-hmm. other show that I do. Uh-huh. So it's it's. It's a lot of different people, <laughs> especially the invocation. <laughs> I had so many singers and had the horns, and wow. it was great. And uh, we covered "I Want to Testify" in the original oh, form. Oh, you mean the, the George Clinton form? In the Parliament's. Yes. Yes. That's what I no, mean. The, no, yes, the Parliament's yeah. form right. versus the right. Parliament Funkadelic. Correct. Yes. Correct. When they were on Motown. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just. I always wanted to do it. I was like, well. If I was going to do it, I'm going to do it then because the horns were there. That's and great. And the backgrounds and just the joy in the the interaction. You can just see it's a party. And it's, yeah. oh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. So that's what's happening on the. And when's that coming? I don't know. Oh. If I, if I had a date, <laughs> it is, it'll be next year, next year for sure. I was trying to get it out before the end of this okay. year, but it's not. No, that's just too busy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. But it's it's forthcoming, and I'm super excited for it to be revealed. Well, I know somebody who played that on the radio immediately. 
Me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes, you'll be one of the first to have it. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we'll all be looking for that. Beautiful. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll be looking for it, too. <laughs> But any 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 new stuff that because uh, I know I hate that I hate that when people ask somebody ask a, an artist well what about the next thing the next thing everything next thing. you've ever done doesn't mean anything because what's the next thing well I mean all <laughs> of it is valid as part of my story yeah so um, no new record um, none that I'm featured on I don't believe uh-huh. um, you know there's the Bridge City Revival Lucky Me. Uh-huh. That one is one of my absolute favorite songs, uh-huh. you know, to sing. And just in general. You doing any writing? Nope. Really? I know. No, I, I, wow. I've been busy, busy. Yeah. And so I haven't been in the mind space to sit down and create. Huh. And so I do miss it. And um, October was supposed to be that month like, oh, it's going to tone down and I can, <laughs> I can take time. Absolutely not. I've been busy as hell. But it's been super great. And busy um, doing what? I've been what I've been doing. I've been doing a few tributes. I did, I did oh. a Fleet uh, Fleetwood Mac tribute. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. With Glitter Fox and um, the Acoustic Minds. Really? Uh huh. Huh. And a couple wonderfuls from the Decemberists and uh-huh. Haley Johnson, uh-huh. and Jacob Westfall. Whoa. And Rain Ezra, she was part of it too. Ah, excellent. So, you know, it was super different for me. I was like, I don't know any of these songs, but I knew them all. I just didn't know the names of the titles. <laughs> and so I did that. And then um, uh-huh. forthcoming, um, what's coming up? Oh, I am going to open for the Black Opry Review. What is that? <laughs> it's, uh, it's tomorrow. <laughs> it, it, sorry that's just what it is but what is it it is okay so the black opry is a platform where black artists and black bands of country americana bluegrass ah. folk that's where they basically that's their home base and um i think it started in a couple years ago mm-hmm. and there's a lot of wonderful artists that are steeped in the country traditions mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know um that are singer songwriters what sure. we would consider singer songwriters mm-hmm. uh, but they um just look like me uh-huh. <laughs> that's just what it is and so they've been traveling around they have different uh-huh. um different groups that travel around the country and so this one that's coming includes roberta lee uh what's her name uh lauren Nam Pierre uh-huh. and Stephanie Ann Johnson. Uh-huh. And Stephanie Ann Johnson, I've known them. We were actually up at the Sawtooth, Sawtooth Valley Gathering this summer. And that's all there was. It was a lot of guitars and a lot uh-huh. of uh-huh. traditional and a lot of just, uh-huh. it was different for me. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. But yeah. Last, last year, I kind of crashed it. With, <laughs> with Jimmy Russell, of course, <laughs> with Jimmy Russell, the Quick and Easies, and um, Brad Parsons. So mm-hmm. Brad Parsons actually introduced me to Stephanie, and I was gonna go to the show anyway. 
Because mm-hmm. I was like, this is important. It's an important part of our history sure. that people don't even talk about. Oh, it's right, just, you know, right. we do blues and gospel. No, country, Americana. Sure. And all of that is included. Yeah. So to actually put a face with it, it's, it's, it's important for people to see. And so... There's a great book that uh, my favorite writer of all time, Nick Tachis, wrote mm. called Where Dead Voices Gather. Mm. And it is a biography of a blackface country singer. Oh, it gets more complicated. Oh, (laughs) I'm sure. Who Jimmy Rogers copied. Mm -hmm. And it ended up, it just, there was this, this like whole circle of black and white people who did these songs, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and in and in there were were uh, minstrels who were blackface minstrels who were black. Yeah, which is just what is that? How how do you how do you wrap your your head around that? You know, it was a thing. I know it was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so um, I was trying to think the other day, and and maybe you know this. And I, I just I keep forgetting to to, to go Google it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very, very famous black country singer, and it's not Charlie Pride, because <laughs> everybody knows Charlie Pride. Right. And I can't remember his name, but anyway. Uh, and uh. It's, it was interesting, because uh, I played him a few times on my radio show, mm-hmm. and it fit, and it didn't fit. Well, at the same time. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It is such an interesting concept. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, you know, slavery. Yeah. What is that? It's a part of our history. Well, I know that, but geez. <laughs> I can't answer for them. No, I know. It's, I'm, it's, I'm, not, I'm not asking you to. But, no, I know. Um, it's, uh, it's just it's super complex all across the board. Oh, and yeah. the music yeah. also is the same, has the same complexity because right. there's people that heard these songs from the people that were out doing different things and yeah. they're like okay well i can transcribe it i can record it or uh-huh. i can give it to such and such and, uh-huh. you know uh-huh. and the whole hound dog big mama thornton and elvis situation let me tell you something i used to hang i used to i've, I've told the story before mm. i ha- i used to hang with otis blackwell who mm. wrote all shook up don't be cruel great balls of fire return to sender okay he was a little black man from brooklyn new york mm-hmm. And so, you know, we, we, we became friends, and I, and I asked him one time, you know, about his, his influences. And he said he, he had two main influences. One was a soul singer from New Orleans, and the other was Tex Ritter. Tex Ritter, a country, a white country singer. Yeah. And who was also like a cowboy movie star. Mm. And, and he's in little this little black, little black boy in Brooklyn, Asking the guy who managed the movie theater, he said, I'll clean up the theater if you let me sit, uh, sit here all day and watch Tex Ritter. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to those songs, they're country songs. Yeah. They are. So, I mean, when people say, who invented rock and roll? Well, nobody did. <laughs> it was already in motion. There yeah. Was, there are many representatives. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, it's strange. It's strange, you know. I mean, uh, uh, it's 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 it almost makes you speechless. 
Yeah. Not you. But. No, well, <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> sometimes it can. But, you know, it's the whole complex. And mm, I'm going in circles. Why am I going in circles? I'm going in circles because. I'm going this. in circles. Oh, I was going to do the other one. <laughs> Which going one? around in circles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Will we go around? <laughs> but. That's been that's been a really big focal point of this year for me is yeah. going into the different genres. I call myself genre fluid because <laughs> I've been infiltrating all the spots I can. I've been with Mel Brown's B3 organ group. Mm-hmm. I was with uh, Brad Parsons and, mm-hmm. and with you know out in the woods and Sawtooth. In Idaho, which I drove by myself oh to. My, oh my God! I know, yeah, right. but I made it. And 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 what else? And then the whole Fleetwood Mac thing, and then you know dealing with the low bar corral. Yeah. All these different types of genres that mm-hmm. are not what I'm known for. Right. You know, people say, "Oh, you're the funk diva." Blah blah blah. Yeah, I do that well. <laughs> I do all that well, but I can do it all. Mm-hmm. You know, and so mm-hmm. when this opportunity popped up, and I was like, "Oh, that means I need to focus a little bit more on on this um, this piece of fabric, this part of the quilt." Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's been a joy, it's been uh, inspirational, but also it's been it's been eye opening for my abilities, and uh-huh. you know, I, it's second nature to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't put a lot of, oh, I can do this and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's something new. I don't want to get bored, one, yes. but I also want to be able to reach more people in mm-hmm. different uh, demographics. And mm-hmm. so go where the people are yeah. and yeah. see how you fit in. And right. if I don't fit in, I'll still stand out in some kind of way. <laughs> but it's just good to be able, and that's a direct line from my mom because she can do she played everything she could play anything she could play anything so it's it's been fun and yeah so i get to open for the the old opry interview (laughs) i was like why the hell they call me because it's part of what i do and when i'm stripped down and that's another thing I've been doing more duo stuff with Michael Elson. Uh-huh, yeah. And yeah. it's been so much fun and been going to different places and getting booked for different gigs on the spot. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> and um, I haven't brought my band out hardly this summer or just in general huh. because of the economic responsibility yeah. of yeah. being a band leader. And yeah. sometimes. Who is your band these days? My core is, uh, uh, who is it? Tyrone, of course. Tyrone Henry. Of course, Tyrone Henry. Yes, yes and indeed. And Damien Erskine. And yes. Michael Olsen. And uh, who, um, I would say AG. We brought AG out of. Really? AG Donaloya. Wow. Is he still having kids? No, he's done. <laughs> All his babies are almost grown, so right. he can come out and play more. <laughs> you know, and then. We bring we bring Jimmy and Jimmy Russell mm-hmm. to uh, play the Jimmy notes. Uh huh. What do you mean? Jim, Jimmy is Jimmy, mm-hmm. and he's just I just use him for vesselship. He's a he's a he's a he's okay. a unicorn. Really, that's the best way to say it. Jimmy is 
Jimmy can play pretty much any style he wishes, and mm-hmm. but he's just been so busy, you know, playing blues with the bayous and mm-hmm. doing the thing with the quick and easies and just doing all these different types of things and being daddy to uh-huh. you know little Reggie and Sweet mm-hmm. Sonny. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy, when Jimmy comes into the fold, he plays. He knows what to play, so mm-hmm. he's kind of like my oracle of the band. Uh-huh. I'm saying that I can call him the Oracle of the band. The besides myself, yes, wow. he just sits and he plays it, and he just plays what fills in what needs to be filled at that moment in time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my core, hmm. and um, sometimes Andre Zapata comes in, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes if Tyrone's not available, Carlin White will come in or uh-huh. uh, Terrell Reed, mm-hmm. and um, Oh, and if Mikey's not available, Alex Alex Milstead comes in. Oh yeah. So those, all of those are considered to be part of my world right now. Uh-huh. Other people every now and again, but those are those are the true rotation, and you know, <laughs> I I understand now why people ask me this, but they've asked. I've been asked this year, "Do you have a band?" <laughs> Do you have a band? What do you do? Do you have a band? And I'm like, have you not been watching me? But to be fair, I'm a part of so many different configurations. Sure. People don't understand when I bring out mine. So, is Ke- says, Ke- Ken Taroshi coming back? I hope so. I miss Ken. I know he just had his knee replacement. Oh, did he? Yeah. I need to check in. Yeah. I need to check in. Yeah. He's one of my favorite people. Yeah. You guys were so good at the, at, at our. Our tenth anniversary. Yeah. At the Good Foot. That was, was a lot a, of fun. That was a really a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, look. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I appreciate you, and I appreciate you coming by and your time and all that. Absolutely. Thank you for uh, having me. Because uh, you know you're one of those special people. You are too. Well, I don't know about that. Ah, uh, well, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm here. So. That means something. It does mean something. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> yes. Well, okay. You know what we do at the end of the, at the end of these things because we always have to end them on a positive note uh-huh. by saying, "That's entertainment." <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> That's entertainment. <laughs> yes. <laughs>